you focus on things that aren't in your control, you actually become a self-fulfilling prophecy. You can look a certain way, but what's really going on on the inside is totally different. So when you're looking at all these external factors, when you give that all the power, then you are disempowered. Welcome to the Rad Money Podcast. We're Rebecca and Dylan, husband and wife and financial coaches for married couples. Do you and your spouse want to reach financial freedom and start building wealth, but you're not sure where to start? Have you tried to budget and pay off debt, yet you struggle to see your net worth actually increase? Rad Money is the finance podcast that helps millennial married couples get on the same page about one of the toughest topics they will face in their marriage. Our goal is to help you and your spouse work together to reach your financial goals and strengthen your marriage along the way. Welcome to the Rad Money Podcast. We're excited to have you here today. We are going to be talking about three things that are keeping you financially stuck. Or honestly stuck in general. I mean, these are some mindset blocks that really any goal that you have, any change that you would like to see in your life, these will keep you from making that change. These will keep you from reaching those goals. Yes, we're excited to get into today's topic. And before we do, I just want to read a review from one of our listeners. Kay Karen's left a five-star review with the title, Great Financial Podcast. And Kay Karen says, I love listening to Rebecca and Dylan's banter. They have real life and relatable solutions for people who are trying to get control of their finances. One of my go-tos for all things finance. Wow. Thank you so much, Kay Karen. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you so much for leaving that five-star review. It just means so much because we have such a passion for this podcast. We have such a passion for helping you with your finances. We eat, breathe, and sleep this. And so to hear that you love listening to it, it just really means the world. And I really appreciate the fact that she brings up the banter because we've always wanted to bring the coffee talk feel to the podcast where it's just a conversation between two people where it just feels natural. And it's just the two of us having a conversation about money like we do on an an everyday basis. Yeah. Again, because we just this is just what we talk about normally. We're like, hey, we might as well turn this into something. Right. And sometimes it's harder than others to bring that to the podcast. But glad that it's appreciated because it's not the only person who I've had. Tell us that. So really cool. So let's get to today's episode. Okay, Karen, hopefully you're listening to this and you enjoy what we have for you today. Because today we're talking about three mental blocks that could really be keeping you super stuck financially or otherwise. Yeah, these will definitely work in other areas of your life for sure. Definitely. So first of all, we want you to think about how these might be impacting your ability to reach your financial goals. But also, you know, in the back of your mind, you could be thinking about other things that you want to improve in your life and how they might be holding you back there. So this this episode's actually going to be pretty different from a lot of the things we've done because we are really leaning into the coaching here and very focused on mindset. And this is something that I'm excited to be able to share this with everybody because how you think about money is honestly more important than what you know. It's more important than the actual financial IQ. I think of the 80-20 rule a lot when it comes to finance and it's like 80% your mindset and the actions that you take and 20% know-how. Oh, Absolutely. I, the, the math is simple, but it's understanding your mindset, having the right mindset and staying focused yeah. on that mindset, not drifting from it is really, really important. Yeah. The podcast we just did where we said that was the number one way that people were self-sabotaging, right, is they're losing focus. And so he, these are three other things that we see a lot can hold you back and can get in the way of you taking any sort of action and rendering any financial knowledge or know-how that you have absolutely useless. So these three things, I don't really know what to call them, but they all start with C. So the three C's of something, (laughs) the three mental blocks that are keeping a lot of people stuck financially 
Number one is that you're focused on things that you cannot control. Number two is comparison to anyone other than your past self. And then number three is that you're off center. And that's going to require a little bit more explanation. So we'll get into that. But let's let's start with number one, which is that focusing on things that you cannot control. This is such a big one for so many people. I think it's human nature to actually get more obsessed with the things that we can't control in our lives than it is to focus on the things that we can control. It's easier. You know? Yeah, it's like, oh, what, what's the political environment? What's the, the next environmental apocalypse threat that's going on in the world right now? I mean, there's so many things that we get so concerned about, but it isn't the thing that you actually have control in, in your little sphere of influence. And so, oh, what is it? Who is it? Stephen Covey talks about there's the circle of things that you can control and the circle of things that you can't control. And the more that you focus on the things that you can't control, the more your circle of control gets smaller and smaller. But if you focus on the things you can control, that circle gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. And so this is actually what comes to mind for me with when you're thinking this way, when you focus on the things that you can't control. So whatever the government's doing, the economy, wars in other countries, or even like your personal circumstances of I wasn't born rich. I wasn't born into the right situation. So there's no way I could do it. Right. right. So when you're looking at all these external factors, we call this an external locus of control. When you give that all the power, then you are disempowered. So that's what I always think about is how disempowering it is for you to think about and focus on all of the things that are completely outside of your control, any, you are giving those things any power that you do have. Right, right. Oh, man, that, and that really works well. By, you've, you've explained the circles of Stephen Covey really well because it's that when I'm focusing things I can't control, my personal circle gets smaller and smaller because I'm becoming less powerful. And we want to be empowered. Exactly. In, just in life and in general, but with our finances in particular, we want to be empowered. But if we keep giving it up, then we have no power at all. Oh, so good. Yeah. And and what's really screwed up about this is that when you do this, when you focus on things that aren't in your control, you actually become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if you're looking at the circumstances and you're saying, there's no way I could change because all these things are actually in control of my life and I have no control. And, you you know, you, let's call it what it is. It's an excuse. You're looking for something to blame. Oh, yeah. Call it out. I mean, that's some real coaching right there. As soon as you give someone else power, if you give a circumstance power, you're making an excuse and excuses keep you stuck. Yeah, exactly. And so you become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you believe that everything else is making the decisions for you. Then you take no action that could pull you out of your circumstances. And so then you look down the road 10 years from now and you're exactly where you were or in a worse condition. And then you're like, well, see exactly what I said. This is what my life is because I have no control. And you just become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that I was thinking about when we we brought up control was taking personal responsibility, which is the antidote to yeah. this, is that if I take personal responsibility for my current situation, no matter how good or bad it is, yeah. then I can start to fix it. If my financial situation isn't what I'd like it to be, if I blame the government, if I blame the system, if I blame the economy for all these reasons, I will never fix that. But if I'm able to then say, you know what, this is my personal responsibility. My financial situation is what it is because of me. I could ask for a raise. I could apply for a new job. I could learn some skills that would make me more valuable. I could start earning more money. That's hard to do. Taking personal responsibility means that you have to take a deep look inside yourself it might be painful, but it also means that you're able to start to fix the situation you're in. Well, and I think when you start to take the personal responsibility, it definitely comes back to that growth versus fixed mindset. The way I personally, with a growth mindset, view any sort of problem that I have, once I identify the problem, that it's no longer a problem. 
Right. It's all about great. Now, what do I want to do about it? Yeah, you know, it's an, a solution opportunity. I mean, I mean, genuinely. And so when you look at life that way and you only look at what you can control and you say, I'm going to do everything in my power to, to do that, to change this one variable. When you act like that, your life is going to completely transform. And so that's obviously very important for your finances when, yeah, there's all these external factors that you could totally blame. You could totally use all of these excuses for doing nothing because what all these things you make up, right? You're focusing on all the things that you can't control. Or you can make the list of the things that you can control and you start knocking them down. Right. And you start doing them. That's all, that's all you can do. Yeah. And when you start off, you might realize there's not a lot you can control. But just starting with those few things, yeah, you'll build from there. Yeah, it, you just have to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So the first mental block that is keeping you stuck is focusing on what you can't control because that keeps you from doing what you actually can do and keeps you from focusing on what you can control. And that's really where the progress is made. Yeah. The second thing that is keeping you stuck is comparison. This is so prevalent today, especially just the more and more quote unquote connected that we are on social media. And I put that in quotes because we're not actually connected. We just see people's highlight reels. We don't know the full story. And so we're comparing our day to day to their highlight reel. That is completely unfair to ourselves. And it also negates anything that, you know, we talked about earlier of your personal circumstances and how they're different from that person. Right. So you don't know their full story. And so anytime you go to compare someone or make assumptions about their life, when you don't know the full picture, then you're comparing yourself to something that isn't real. You have bad data. What we do when we compare people is we compare ourselves of people by their outside appearances. So you can look at your neighbor and they could have a nice house, beautifully manicured lawn, brand new cars. They always get a new car every five years, but you don't know what's going on in their checkbook. So it's what you see on the outside that we're comparing ourselves to. And so that can be so dangerous of a game to play when all you do is you see how your neighbor has a nice car. You go to social media and all your friends look successful. I I recently was talking, I'm going to tell a story, is that I was talking to one of my good friends from college and he was saying that there was someone that we graduated with and his life on the outside looks so great, but he's got himself in like a million dollars worth of business debt. This sort of thing is like on the outside, it looks great, but you don't know what kind of stress someone's dealing with and all this sort of thing. This is an extreme example. I don't don't even remember this person actually, but I just like, I heard this and that was just crazy. You can look a certain way, but what's really going on on the, the inside is totally different. So comparison could be really, really dangerous because of that. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media, right? So even outside of your circle of friends or acquaintances, but the influencers that you follow and some of them come forward and they're like, oh yeah, they don't actually go on those trips. They don't actually like own that car or those purse <laughs> or those purses or whatever. They're renting it. They're borrowing it. Can, they, they continuously rent the same Airbnb. Like they don't actually live there. It's all smoke and mirrors online. None of it is real. Like you're worried about AI. People have already been conning you. It's just so crazy to even like look at anything other than a mirror. Right. Don't look at anything other than a mirror and say, am I better than I was yesterday? Are my personal finances better than they were a couple weeks ago? Am I physically in better shape than I was? Am I like, am I making progress for me personally? 
But comparing yourself to other people is just the slipperiest slope because, yeah, you don't know what's going on in their bank account. You don't know how real that picture is. And you also don't know the other things in their life. You have different variables that you have to overcome. You have different challenges that you have to overcome. You have different, a different situation entirely. But also they value things differently than you do. Sure. They might value having like this big fancy car and you might think that that like it looks nice. But when it comes down to your values, you actually value financial stability more or you value your relationship more or, you know, whatever. Right. So that's why comparing yourself is just so foolish because you're not comparing apples to apples and it can just be a very slippery slope. And the problem with the comparison is that if you start comparing yourself to other people and you start trying to emulate these other people's lives, you start to fill your life with things that other people value. And you aren't really thinking about, oh, what's important to me? And all of a sudden you realize that you aren't even running your own race anymore. Yeah. And that absolutely brings us to point three. You're off center. Yeah. You are not focused on running your own race. You are not focused on being where you are in the present moment. And you've definitely lost sight of your why. So you're just off center. You're not taking actions that align with who you are, your purpose, your mission, your values. And you are living so much either in the past, worried about mistakes that you've made, or anxious about the future that you're not in the present moment looking at what can I do now? Right. And going back to control, this is a great one to end on because it kind of, it captures the first two. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like that was on purpose. Uh, Mm. (laughs) But, But yeah, the point really here is that when you are off center, is that none of the actions that you take are going to be aligned with the future that you're trying to create. So like you were just saying, if you are so focused on comparing yourself to other people, doing what you think society is telling you you, quote, should do, you're not doing the things that you personally feel convicted to do. Yeah. You're not following your own intuition. You're not following your gut. You're no longer pursuing your purpose. You're chasing this other idealistic thing that is, like we just said, might not even be grounded in reality. Yeah. And I believe that we get off center because financial goals are hard to achieve. They take a long time. Think about paying off your student loan debt, saving up an emergency fund, investing enough to retire. These are huge goals. And when we think the mountain is so big and it's impossible to climb, we just get off track. We forget what we're doing. We focus on other things. You said the anxiety is like, oh, this mountain's too big. It's too hard to climb. Or, you know, I look down and it's like, man, I haven't really gotten that far yet. And so you really start Mm -hmm. to focus on how big of a mission that you're on. And what you have to do is you have to start to really chunk it down. And to just keep these outdoor analogies going, think of when we've gone out whitewater rafting. The guide only says one to four strokes at a time. He's never giving us anything more than that. Although we might take thousands of strokes in the day, he goes two strokes on right, two strokes on left. He never says, the guide never says take a hundred strokes, even 10 strokes. It's only always one through four. Think about that. We're always, You got to focus on smaller yeah. steps if you want to be successful in the financial world. So if you've gotten off center and you're feeling overwhelmed, look at the goal and make it into a bunch of smaller goals. Yeah, you, you just got to gotta chunk, chunk it down. It down. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we just said that in unison. We did. But yes, chunking it down is is critical. If, if you have to look at the little small steps, and then you have to focus on the small steps that you've taken, not the ones that you still have to go. Right. That's where you build the momentum. That's how you're comparing today to who you were yesterday, seeing that you are improving and seeing that you are capable of controlling what you can control. Like you can get results. And all of that is where the momentum absolutely comes from. 
But regardless of what it is that's keeping you off center, losing sight of your why, getting overwhelmed with how big the goal is and feeling disempowered, whatever it is that's got you off center, you have to, first of all, recognize that you are off center, but then you have to do things that'll keep you from getting off track again in the, in the future, right? So this is something where you really need to write about it, pray about it, visualize what it is that you are trying to do and, and on the things that you are trying to do right now. Yep. Do your absolute best to focus on what is in the present, what can you control right now in this moment, and take action on those things and to only compare yourself to who you were in the past. But absolutely write it down, visualize it, pray on it, keep it front and center in your mind. Even making some sort of visual, there's sticky notes on your wall, on next to your mirror, by the computer, just as a reminder, because the same thing like you're driving down a highway, there's a speed limit sign every so many miles because you need so many reminders to keep you focused on how fast you should be driving on the highway. Exactly. So visuals are super critical. We recommend these to absolutely everybody who is trying to improve their their financial situation. We we do this in so many ways. Yeah. We do this in so many ways. And you know, you can keep them in your office, keep them on your fridge, keep them in the middle of your living room, wherever it is that you see it all the time to remind you why you're doing what you're doing, why you're putting in the extra hard work looking at how far you've come, not how far you still have to go. Right. And I think a, a good reminder here is to reward the effort. Yeah. So many times, this is something I learned recently and I and it changed the way that I did work is that instead of rewarding the result, reward the effort. And one of our most recent trackers was for the podcast and it wasn't about downloads. It wasn't about how many people were listening. It was about how many episodes we put out. Yep. And so that was we were, a huge shift for us this year is focus on the output. Exactly. Focus on the work. Don't focus on the results. Right. If you're focus trying to on save showing up, if you're trying to save and you can only save $10 this month, reward yourself for having saved $10. Yeah. You, you saved it. Yeah. You know, you could have not saved any money, but you still did some. That's better than nothing. Think about that. Like reward the effort. Don't reward the result. The result can be great too. But the effort is what's most important because that habit, that habit changes everything. Well, and if you only reward the result, that's how you really get your, I mean, you can super keep yourself stuck in a cycle. Totally. Because if you're only giving yourself that a boy when things go according to plan, well, guess what? A lot of times our plans don't mean jack. They just so give us a direction. More times than not. Yeah. Like they give yeah. us a direction, but more times than not. It's not going to go according to plan. Nope. So then now, what's the point? You start you start to lose focus mm -hmm. because you say, well, I didn't do it exactly the way that I thought I would. And so I failed. And so it keeps you stuck because, again, you go back to disempowered. Well, it's too hard. Well, it's all these other things. And I'm only me and all these things that just keep you exactly where you are. So those are the three mental blocks that are absolutely keeping you stuck. At one point or another, maybe you're struggling with all three. Maybe you're struggling with one. Maybe you're lucky, struggling with none of them. I'm not. I'm constantly battling all three of these. It is really, it is intentional, consistent work to not get distracted by what's happening in this world, especially when you're on social media. You know, we work on social media and I end up being on there way too long, but that thing can be your total undoing. Oh yeah, you just see someone else who's in the same field as you doing something and they are they're getting more likes more comments they look mm -hmm. like they're more successful and boy does that put you down a, a dark rabbit hole it absolutely can right or just focusing on the news and getting all these things and saying oh my gosh like the, what's the point everything's falling apart anyway like there's just so many things 
that are constantly going to pull you off center. That means you have to counteract it. You have to counterbalance it. You have to take steps in your life that keep you focused on what it is that you are trying to do. And whether it's visuals, whether it's working with a coach, whether it's all of the above, you have to do something to counteract the world pulling you off center and keeping you from doing what you want to do in your life. So if you struggle with these mental blocks and they just keep coming up for you like they do for all of us, and you want someone to help you stay accountable, help you stay focused, help you battle these comparison demons and recognize and look for the things that you can control, the ways that you can make your life better, work with us. It's what we do. We love doing it. So hop on a free call with us and let's talk about how we can help you reach your financial goals and help you overcome these mental blocks because there's a lot of them, especially when it comes to reaching financial goals. And we would love to help you reach yours. But that's this week's episode. So until next time, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Dylan. And and we're we're Rad Rad Coaches. Coaches.